Hey everyone, welcome to Niche to Profit. Today we have a very special show. We are going to do something that has never before been attempted on Vegas Video Network. We're going to ship something. We're going to ship something. Yeah. We, as you, and you can see I have not the normal stuff around me today. I don't have a guest. It is all about shipping because it is the number one thing I hear out there in Facebook land and in my inbox and through my appsters is questions about shipping, 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 shipping. Uh, it can be very overwhelming. It can be confusing. It can be a pain in the butt. And we are going to dispel all of that today and... The number one thing I get challenged on all the time is this free shipping thing. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of eBay sellers going back to charging shipping. And it just, I I mean, it's good. Go for it, guys, because then they're going to come buy my stuff. But I really want you guys to be making the money. And we're going to talk about that and about how you actually will make more money. Char not charging shipping. Not charging shipping building it into your your stuff. So we are going to face that little issue. Nice, nice, nice. I love how my mom comes over to the chat and she gives just a full accounting of what she's doing in the day and what problem she's run up against. What? Oh, dog hair. Yeah, I know, mom. Yeah. I you know, I was looking for the little tape thing to clean the photo. Yeah, the dog hair thing. Yeah. It happens. It's all good. I don't say my stuff's from a pet-free home anymore like I used to be able to do. We got we got those little monsters running around. It's all good. You don't need to do that anymore. All right. So let's talk about this shipping thing. Uh, so the first thing I'm going to just kind of cover is the types of shipping, right? How do you decide what to put something in and all that good stuff? Um, I brought some of the main boxes that are used. So uh, I'll jump right in and tell you, number one method of shipping just about everything I sell is with priority rate. Um, reason being, number one, it's usually the most cost effective. Number two, they give you these nice free boxes to use. And if anybody has ever gone and purchased boxes versus dumpster diving, they can be a little pricey. So um, that's definitely a perk you have to build into priority. Another thing is eBay and the USPS work very well together. They play well together. And so you get the tracking and you get all the little methods to um, choose your version. Now, that being said, I very, very seldom use the flat rate boxes. And it's funny because I just used one yesterday, um, but that's like the first time, gosh, I think pretty much all year that I've used a flat rate box. Reason for that, think about this, that flat rate box usually will end up costing more to ship than regular old standard priority, but the post office wants you to think it is the way to go because... They make more money with it. So it's all about them. Uh, so make sure that you make sure that it's all about you. And so regular priority, 99.9% .9 of the time. Now, if something is under 13 ounces, it can go first class. And I do recommend shipping first class when you can uh, whether that be in a box or an envelope, depending on what the item is, um, definitely want to save money there. Now, you want to use first class package rate, not first class letter. You are not shipping letters. You will not get any tracking information with letters. So you want to use first class package. And that starts at about, I don't know, like $2 and... 27 cents or somewhere in there is the the absolute minimum you're going to pay for a first class package. So you want to keep that in mind. Um, and that's up to 13 ounces. So oh, I am so glad you said that, Matt. Uh, he says, my stuff is heavy. 18 pound flywheels go in flat rate boxes. Yes, there is the exception to the rule. So if you are shipping large, not large, heavy, uh, 
heavy things that fit into the parameters of those flat rate boxes, then by all means, use them. Uh, so the medium flat rate box, of which I did not bring any, it's not very big. It's not very big. Uh, somebody help me out here. It's what, like eight by eight by six or so. So you are not going to fit a lot uh, into that. But um, I think what I shipped the other day was a paperweight. It was a heavy six pound paperweight. Made sense to go with a flat rate box versus just regular priority. Yeah. And so you've got 18 pound flywheels that probably go what, Matt, into the large flat rate box, which I believe is around 10 by 10 by eight or so. Uh, yeah. So that makes perfect sense. And it makes your customers really happy because they get it quicker than if it's uh, going parcel. Parcel select. Let's talk about that. I, I don't use USPS parcel anything anymore because if it is big enough, heavy enough to go parcel, I'm shipping it FedEx for two reasons. It's usually cheaper. And second, it makes the customer a lot more happy that that package gets there in like four or five days max, right? And I use FedEx home. And the reason I use FedEx home versus FedEx ground is I found out a little something. And those of you who sell stuff that's breakable, pay attention. FedEx home drivers are contracted drivers, meaning they don't work for FedEx. Why does that make a difference for you? Because if something breaks, if something is said didn't make it, guess who pays for that out of their pocket? Yes, that driver. So they are a lot more careful about how they handle and making sure they don't just throw something over your fence and count it delivered. Yeah, Scott over here is laughing, but you guys have seen the videos out there, you know, it's these drivers who are just collecting a paycheck. Let's face it, they're just, they're getting through their day as quickly as they can. Yes. UPS drivers got to say the same thing. Uh, gotta love them, but some of them, not such good work ethic. And, and you know, I, it is partly the company's policies to blame because man they are tracked their every move like they the company knows every turn those trucks make they're like not allowed to make left turns from what i was told like they have to route it so that they only make right turns boom 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 i swear the girl who used to deliver my packages at my old house you could not catch her man she she's dodging to the door tossing those packages and running back to the truck and she's out of there because it's all about the time. I don't think they get paid by like the hour. They get paid some weird way that doesn't work very well for the customer. So anyway, FedEx, FedEx Home, method of delivery for me when it comes to those larger packages. And a lot of that has to do with the fact, too, that almost everything that I'm selling, especially the larger stuff, is breakable. Some of it's really breakable and really expensive. And I want to do everything in my power to make sure that it's going to get there in one piece because insurance, I don't care who you are. If you order something and it gets there and it's broken, I don't care if you're going to get your money back or not. You are not going to be happy. Just saying. So you do not want stuff arriving broken, whether or not you insure it, take care of that customer. That's a bad experience that we don't want to happen. So you want to do everything in your power for that not to happen. So here's the other thing about parcel. And especially if it's a breakable item. And you guys who are shipping like full sets of China, parcel select, you are playing with fire. I don't can if if anybody's ever done that and had every single piece arrive intact, please let me know cuz I haven't heard of it. Because when you ship parcel, your stuff, like, like it's fallen like off a two-story building equivalent into bins, all robotic, all conveyor belts. It's going into a bin with big, obnoxious, heavy stuff. Imagine a 70-pound box of something landing on top of your box of fine china. You get the image here, right? We don't have like a breaking dishes sound, do we? 
That that would have been appropriate there, but <laughs> that works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bad news, bad news. So I'm I'm liking the FedEx home. It's doing wonders for me. I ship huge lamp, I like huge lamps, artwork, big glass vases. Okay, guys, I'm not messing around with this stuff that I'm shipping. I'm shipping big, heavy stuff. FedEx home. Wait, is this wood or formica? I could be in trouble. Yeah, it's all made it. It's all made it. So it's all good. So yeah. Plus, you know, I just, I trust that uh, that driver does not want to pay to replace that $750 lamp that they just delivered for me. So it's all good there. So there we go with that. Now, there will be times when you do need to put things in a plain box. And that's especially if you're doing international. We're really going to cover international um, a little bit later because that gets into a little bit more of a confusing topic. So we will go there. We will hit the international because I know there's a lot of questions around international. Um, but something we're going to do, again, never been done live on video before, is I'm not only going to show you on my listings how I fill out the form for shipping. We're actually going to package a little something up so you can see exactly how I put it in the box. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to start shipping. Millions of online sellers are looking for one identity to use in thousands of platforms. E-Rated manages your reputation by importing unlimited social media, marketplace, and behavioral data. It reveals your cross-platform performance, compares it with competitors, and calculates your e-worth. And it gives you the tools you need to improve sales and find room to grow. Discover your e-worth and your own reputation All right, let's ship something. Um, so first, I do want to go back just a moment to the topic of flat rate. There is a time when I do use flat rate, and that's these little babies right here. You guys have seen these. These are the padded flat rate envelopes. Love these. These are $5.35, no matter what the weight is, and I generally don't put anything just in this unless it's not breakable. What I do use is this little baby right here. Um, this is a box that a company called Bubble Fast sells and they call it a Scotty Stuffer. And what you will see here is that when it is put together, you put your little doohickey in there, including coffee mugs, guys. This is a great way to ship coffee mugs. Do it all the time. So you you do your little bubble wrap thing, you put it in there, and then you put this inside the padded flat rate envelope, $5.35, Shazam. All right. I did want to mention that. All right. So let's ship something. And I thought it wouldn't be fair if I didn't pick something glass, because many of you know me for all that glass stuff. And I know glass gives a lot of you the heebie-jeebies with shipping it. So I picked this nice little Murano kitty cat who is uh, from my own personal uh, collection of stuff to sell. And we are going to put this going regular priority into this box here. All right. So first thing we got to do is use some bubble wrap. Now there are couple different types of bubble wrap. You've got your 3 sixteenths or small bubbles, which is probably the number one bubble used. You also have this larger half inch bubble, which what I'll do a lot of times, if it's an expensive item, I'll wrap it first with the small and then put a layer of the large on top of that just for that extra cushion. So I do use both of those. For purposes of this demonstration, though, we will just use the small bubbles. I do not skimp on bubble wrap, and I would recommend you don't either. This is an area that not only can protect the item, but also lets the customer know you care, which is super important, especially if you're listening to me and you're asking bigger prices. You want to make them feel like theirs was the only item 
you ever cared about shipping in this whole wide world. Now, what I didn't bring and I use is a tabletop tape dispenser, which I highly recommend. But we do have one of these things we can fight with. You know what I'm talking about. Is there anybody who doesn't fight with their tape dispenser? Just saying. If there is, I don't think I like it anymore. All right. Tape it up good. Now, obviously, if I was doing this at home, I would be taking a, just a little bit more care in how it looked. But I have to keep my face in front of a microphone, which isn't normally the way I'm shipping. So, All right. Next, we want some sort of a nice, cushiony packing material. I prefer pink peanuts. Pink peanuts are part of my brand. There are white styrofoam peanuts that you can get cheaper. There are biodegradable. There are green recycled peanuts. Whatever it is fits for you. I recommend you pick one type, stick with it, make it part of your brand, part of the experience when somebody gets a package from you. For me, it's the pink. And you'll notice my bubble wrap is pink as well. So that's all part of the Utterly Good Stuff experience. So we are going to put a layer of peanuts in here. Let's see. Can you guys see that? There we go. So got the peanuts in there. And take the little kitty cat. Now, he doesn't quite fit up and down this way, so I'm not going to put him in the box that way. I'm going to kind of cushion him down in here kind of sideways. And you want a good inch to two inches of packing material around the item. And let me just finish that off with some nice packing peanuts. And as soon as I get these packed down, I'll show you what I did. And I always do this, guys. You want to pack those peanuts in there so that there's no room to move. So see, that's all. He's all cushioned down in there. Now, I would normally have a packing slip that would go on the top once I put this in here. And then we just close that little bad boy up. Voila. Now, here's the final step, the shake test. I don't want to feel him moving in there. If there is anything budging, moving, wiggle room, not enough peanuts. That's super important on this breakable stuff. And that, that's, that's it. That's everything I ship is done in that method. Um, I go by price point. If this had been a $100 or $200 piece, it might have gone in a little bit bigger box and I've I would have added some layers. But because, say, this was a $30 piece, he got, you know, just the regular bubble wrap treatment and, and put in the box. I'm good with that. So the the higher the price, the more I spend on the attention to packing materials. Crazy thing, huh? You guys are all talking about shipping your glass over there on the uh, on the uh, chat. I don't think they're even paying attention to me at this point. You got somebody say something if you are paying attention to me because you are like so in your conversation right now. <laughs> this is the busiest I think I've ever seen the chat. Look at that. <laughs> awesome. Somebody said they don't use peanuts when they ship glass. Oh, that's because Wendy uses some special styrofoam forms for her big pieces of glass, which, hey, it, she sells big, expensive pieces of glass. So I highly recommend that. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, you do not want to use newspaper. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I actually collect glass myself. I buy lots of glass and I can't even... I can tell you the horror stories of some of those pieces that have arrived in shattered, scattered pieces. I'm, I'm going to cry thinking about some of them. It is so sad because it is not about getting my money back. Not. It is, was about getting that antique piece of glass that's now gone forever just because. Yeah, you guys are funny as Danny talking. I love it. 
<laughs> yeah, just because somebody didn't want to spend a little bit of their profit margin on packing materials. And I will tell you guys, that is one of the big differences between an, being an online yard seller and an e-commerce business. Have some standards in shipping. Use quality materials. You know, I'm I'm okay with dumpster diving for boxes as long as it's not taking oodles of time. And they're not like beer boxes. <laughs> like, I, 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 I'm just thinking back to all this stuff that I've had delivered. And these, you know, if you sell a $500 piece of glass, that buyer does not want it showing up in a Tide detergent box. I'm just saying. You got to give some thought into that final experience that they're going to have and whether they feel the value in what they bought from you. I do purchase new boxes. I don't mess around with dumpster diving, mostly because I had a friend like shut the lid and lock me in one once. I have nightmares. We've all been there. We've all dumpster dived. It's not a bad thing starting out, but you get to a certain volume in your business that it's time to use that time on listing. So um, there's just an example. I keep these in stock. It's a six by six by six. A lot of stuff can go in this. And international needs to go in plain boxes unless it's going priority, which um, for me, believe it or not, 99% of my stuff goes first class international. So let's talk about that a minute. First Class International covers anything up to four pounds. It's a beautiful thing. It's not like USPS First Class Domestic, which is 13 ounces. So if, and, and so let me look over and ask a question for the chat. Anyone there not shipping International? And I'll ask out you. Anyone not shipping International? Because I will tell you, that is the number one way to increase your sales immediately if you're not already offering international. About 25 to 30% of everything I sell goes someplace other than the US of A. Uh, and they spend money. Oh my goodness, they love to spend money. And uh, this will take us into our next topic of free shipping because they pay the shipping. Even though I have margined in that shipping expense into my free shipping. Yes, absolutely. As my mom over there says, it is just as easy to ship international as domestic. It truly is. You're not going to package it up in the boxes any differently. You're just going to choose a different box. And you're going to print it out whether you use eBay's uh, labels or you're using some other um, software. Um, I use a a software called... um, Octane. I I never look at the name of it. I just use it. Uh, it's in your eBay apps. I use Octane and just because it keeps all my records, it, everything's there. I get a little bit extra discount uh, and psh, easy. It's all I select is where it's going. It, there's no difference. No difference. It prints out the customs form, all that good stuff. So uh, I would be interested, anybody watching the show, if you, if there's something keeping you from international, I really want you to email me. Let's talk about it because right there, there's so much money you're leaving on the table. And yes, I offer worldwide. I I send my stuff anywhere. Anybody wants me to send it. I don't have any heebie-jeebie com- countries. You know, nothing is blocked anywhere they want to go. Anywhere they want to go. Number one uh, place I ship to is Australia, Canada. I've done a lot to uh, Germany lately, too. So, you know, there's the the major companies are going to be companies. Countries are where you're going to get the majority of your orders from. And every once in a while, you're going to get a Kazakhstan or, you know, one of those weird countries. And I don't have a problem with that either. Russia. I ship to Russia. I'll ship to India. All that's good stuff there. So, um, you know, you're going to want to um, shop around for uh, packing supplies, boxes. A lot of it depends on how local the company is to you. I have a place here in town that I get my packing peanuts. And I highly recommend you go find one of these places that packs stuff for shipping and ask them if they would sell you the great big bags of shipping peanuts 
like the 14 cubic foot bags, because those are really hard to order and have shipped to you. Um, I have never had a problem getting a, a one of these companies to sell them to me for just a couple bucks over their cost, because they get a break. The more bags they order, they get a break on the price. So um, it's a, it's a win-win. Uh, same with the bubble wrap. Some of these companies will sell you the 750 foot rolls, you know, Hey, I'll say plan your business, do your business like you're planning to make a million dollars in sales, right? So think big and stock up and let the orders happen. Uh, but yeah, like I mentioned, there's bubble wrap. Um, they'll even give you a little extra discount if you use the code Danny. Little tip there. And um, they send me my nice pink bubble wrap. And there's a company called Uline. You have to buy in a little bit bigger quantity from Uline, but that's another company. So lots of places. So let's see what's going on over here. You guys got questions coming in. Da, 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 da. Let's see. Oh, I will absolutely touch on global shipping versus doing international eBay. So I am not a fan of the global shipping program. Um, this is just something uh, near and dear to my heart and just knowing how business works. So global shipping is a program that eBay brought into place because so many sellers were not offering international shipping. And think about this. eBay wants to be an international brand. And if they've got, you know, a world full of people coming over to shop and all of these sellers saying, eh, nope, we're not going to ship to you. That's going to create kind of a bad experience. They're not going to come back. So what eBay did was was come up with a program that makes it extremely easy for the seller to offer that international experience. Now, this is done for eBay's benefit, okay? Not the customer's benefit. And what happens is there is a price to pay. And sometimes that price is quite high for the customer. Uh, their fees that they're charged are bigger. Uh, it can be a, a detriment to them when they see your listing and it breaks out the actual shipping and the customs fees all built in there. It's much, much higher than a listing where you're offering international all on your own and it's just showing the shipping. They have to pay the customs fees, but you, I'm telling you, I, like I said, 25 to 30% of my business goes international. And I can't even think of the last time I had a customer upset because they had to pay customs fees. They know. They know anything they bring in from the United States, they have to pay an extra fee on. It's a given. They, they've got it. Okay, so, and like I said, it is just as easy to package up and ship the stuff. Here's the other thing. Everything that glo glows, everything that glows, Everything that goes to the global shipping program, say that three times fast, gets opened and looked at, inspected, and reclosed up, and then sent on. Now, I don't know about you, but nobody packs my stuff as good as I do. Okay? Just saying. And I don't want anybody messing with it. So, And I know a lot of you feel the same way. You do not want somebody going in there and unwrapping that fine antique piece of glass and their job is just to open stuff look at it and wrap it back up right get where i'm going because granted you're covered if it breaks you're covered if something happens but it goes back to what i said about that experience with the buyer they don't care about the insurance they want the item and they want the experience so it's a reflection of your brand when it goes that way so i feel very very strongly about doing the international shipping yourself having that experience with your customer because um, it's just not that hard. It's just not that hard. Okay. Let's talk about free shipping. And I'm going to actually show you how I go about setting this up in an eBay listing. So I've got this fancy little ceramic wall hanging lady here. And... Can you guys see my screen? Hey, he's working on it. You're going to see my screen in a minute. You know, I was worried like being on a plane and there's all these buttons on the, like the control panel and the pilot like forgets where the button is. 
Thank God this is only a show. All right. <laughs> hey, you know, I I give I give <laughs> I give Scott a hard time, but um only because it's fun. And but secondly, you guys that have been with me on this show and watched over the years I've done this show that I used to be the buffoon of technical difficulties. So I uh, yes, kudos to you, Scott, for running the show but it's not going to stop me from picking on you because it's fun okay so the defaults kind of when you go into a listing is this they want you to do that flat same cost to all buyers mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. don't do that what you want to do is pick this calculated right you're going to pick the services, and they give you this whole nice little menu to choose from. So let's just say this is a package that is two pounds. So we got to go priority, and then I'm going to give them an option of, where is it? Express. Now, I think I have had two customers in the last 15 years actually use the express option. So they're not going to do it very often. And they're going to pay for it if they do. Keep that in mind. So the only thing we're going to do is go dunk for this little free shipping baby right there. Now, the reason I do that express is so I can come over here and I can change this to show get it fast. Ta-da! You can only do that if you have an overnight one-day option, okay? Now we come down to international, and this is where you make your money. It's going to be calculated. I'm going to go worldwide. I'm going to choose that first class. I'm going to choose that priority, and I'm going to choose express. Give them options. And get down here, and you can see I've got a one- to two-pound package. Now, you want to put in the actual weight so let's say this is two pounds four ounces packaged up that is absolutely what you want to put in there you don't want to put two to three pounds and the reason being international customers pay by the ounce so it will make a big difference in their shipping cost so we do calculated and we come down and voila continue i'm not going to do that because i'm not ready to launch this listing um, but that's how i do it for every single listing that i have and the key is that I've got the actual weight of this item. I have a scale sitting next to my computer. Every item is weighed as I list it. I know what that amount is. So if I want to send something that is on a fixed price format over to auction, all I do is I go in here and I unclick that little baby right there because I do not do free shipping on auctions because the key is to start it as low as possible. So let's talk about free shipping. Um, and we got a question over here. Let me just make sure I'm getting all your questions. So you don't need to have Express to get click the Get It Fast button. You have to have a one day. You have to have a one day service to do the Get It Fast. That's the qualification. It doesn't have to be free shipping, but you do have to have a one day option. Uh, yes, I use eBay to make my listings. Every single one of them. I go right from eBay, sell similar, sell similar, sell similar. Do, 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 do. Um, there are third-party softwares out there. I've never found one that I have loved, so I just do it this way. Okay, free shipping is not free. We all know that. So, I, in fact, I've got a couple of uh, notes that came in. Uh, da -da -da -da. Oh, I'll do that one later. Where is it? Oh, they're over here. All right. What do you do when you offer free shipping to buyer to a buyer who purchases several items and would like a discount for shipping? Do I give them a discount? Do I say no because they knew shipping is calculated in the price? So number one, I don't know, Glenda, if this actually happened to you, uh, but this has never happened to me. What they will do is if they want to purchase multiple items is they make offers and they make a lower offer. So free shipping and best offer really go hand in hand. You want to use them both together. When I'm figuring out the pricing on my items, I am doing that pricing knowing how much approximately that shipping is going to be. Now, when you're first starting out, you may need a chart. 
that kind of gives you those those shipping prices. After all these years, I just I know about what the shipping's going to be, you know, on a 1-pound package, on a 2-pound package, on a 3 or 4, you know, it's kind of it's in the brain. Um, on the big heavy stuff, I actually build in about 30 bucks to go have the UPS store package it up for me. I don't spend my time making boxes and doing all that. Uh, so that is all built into the price on the basis of the worst case scenario. So I'm over here on the West Coast. Shipping to New York is going to be like zone eight, most expensive. And so when I'm figuring the shipping, I'm going, okay, that's worst case scenario. Let's say it's 10 bucks. So not only do I build $10 into my margins, I'm building more than that. Why? Because free shipping is added value. Believe it or not, there are people who will pay more not to have to do math. Come on, you guys. Yeah, look at Amazon Prime. Hello, it is all about the free shipping. It's all about the not doing the math. There's study after study after study being done showing people view shipping cost as a waste of money. It keeps them from buying. They just want to know what the item costs. They just want to know. So if you can keep that in mind that you are not just offering free shipping, you are offering them not having to do math. I'm, I know how free shipping works. I do. And I love free shipping. I look for sellers with free shipping. Because I just don't like the fact that you're breaking out the shipping separately from me. I don't like it. I would rather pay just to pay what I want to pay. Make the offer, not, you know, thinking about, oh, wait, well, there was like $5 shipping on this and da, da, da. No, I just want to know what I'm paying. And it is proven, it is proven that today's e-commerce buyer loves free shipping. They look for free shipping and they're going to favor free shipping over someone who's not offering it. I mean, I mean, there's ways if you do like multiples of the same thing and you're very, very niched and there are ways you can use, hey, spend $100, get free shipping. You can use that promotional, but you better make sure somebody's going to want to come in there and find $100 worth of stuff to buy if you're doing something like that. Um, most sellers just aren't there, but truly if somebody comes and says, Hey, you know, I want a discount for shipping. Um, I would just tell them, uh, please go in and make the offers based on the, the shipping is included in the price. You let us know what you want to pay. We're happy to work with you. And then they'll come in and make offers and you can decide whether or not to take it because they're not going to do the math. They don't know how much it costs to ship. And they'll probably overestimate, which will work in your favor. And then they'll be happy. All right. And then we got, I offer free shipping mailing from East Coast to West Coast. It costs $13.50. For some reason, all my buyers are from the West. I get a buyer from Santa Monica every week. Also, if you could please talk about shoestring marketing for new sellers like me on a budget, it would be very helpful. Okay, we'll have to do that in another show or we're not going to have time for anything else today. Um, but, oh, and that is from Jesse. Uh, so Jesse figure in that $13 and 50 cents as, and in fact, figure in more, figure in 15, 16, $17 because it's added value. And obviously you're offering things that they want and you're doing something right. So yeah. And Jesse's in the chat. So we will definitely talk about that marketing. You can also come and join us over at the Danny app Academy. Uh, we answer all those marketing questions. That's at the Danny app, the Danny app.com. I forgot my own website there for a minute. Holy smokes. Too much shipping. Too much shipping. All right, guys, did you get your, sh your, your fill of shipping? You, re you ready to go on the shipping stuff? You know, we don't end the conversation. You can keep talking about it. We'll go find it. All right. So um, I want to jump over to why won't they buy? I love why won't they buy. You guys have to remember to report into me too. If we have featured your item on the show in the why won't they buy section and you make some changes and it sells, let us know. Let us know. I don't know. We got to have some kind of a perk for that. You guys tell me what you want. 
You want Starbucks cards? You want uh, Danny dollars? You want Scott's autograph? You know, we can do that. We can make that happen. All right. So this is our first item. No, no screaming. We don't. We don't need screams. Oh, here we go. Where's my notes? I must be out of blue ink on my printer because this printed out in pale, pale pink. Yes, lovely. <laughs> so we have a Ralph Lauren size large sweater, wool mohair, thick Aztec ladies, warm ski long. And, and you know what? I read these titles out loud. And thank you, Beth, for sending this one in. I read these titles out loud because... When you're reading, that's how your brain is hearing it, right? Okay. So is somebody really going to type it in that way? Is that really how they're going to put that word, those words in the search engine? I'm thinking if I'm looking for this sweater, I am looking for, and if I know the brand, I'm going to be looking for a Ralph Lauren wool ski sweater or mohair uh, ski sweater, one or the other. I'm not going to be looking for warm. I'm not going to be looking. I'm going to be looking at ladies, but I'm already in the category. I'm going to the category. I'm not looking. I'm not typing that in my search. Um, size can be important. So you might want to put size. But here's the thing. Too many words in that title. We want to get them right down to what they're looking for. And and this is kind of an easy one. Well, I don't know what the temperature is where you're at. But on the way over here... My little dashboard thermometer said 110. The last thing on my mind is a sweater. And I would I would imagine that's the case for most people located here in the US of A. Um, sweaters just not on the brain right now. And you told me something, Beth. You told me something uh, that I can tell you right now is one of the issues. And that is... She does 30 days. You're doing 30 days instead of doing good till canceled. And this goes for everybody here. Do good till canceled. Here's why. So when you are listing, what are we, like explosions going on outside. I just talked about like it being hot and it's raining now. Do I have that power? Woo. That's pretty cool. <laughs> All right. As long as, you know, the electricity doesn't go out, we're good. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> we got the shipping part done, so it's all good, though. All right, so here's the thing. When you are doing your listings, you can select, so it's fixed price, you can select seven days, 10 days, 30 days, or good till canceled. So when you do good till canceled, it's still on a 30-day cycle as far as the search engine is concerned. So every 30 days, it's renewing, it shows up as newly listed, you know, as somebody does ending soonest and they're, they're searching. But here's what happens if you do 30 days. And I know the logic behind doing this is like, well, I'm going to come up again and people are going to get the notice that it's, you know, it's listed. Yes, but if somebody has Ralph Lauren sweater as a saved search and they see this every 30 days you are the last seller they're going to want to go buy it from. Okay. It, it's annoying. I have so many safe searches that it just, it just annoys the heck out of me that I go, I am never buying from that seller. It's just, sorry. It's just the way it is. So uh, good till canceled. It's going to go out once when you first list it, it's going to go out there. They're going to get it. But here's the big thing. Google indexing. Yes. Thank you. This is cool. We, we need to capture that as sound effect. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but it's really loud. All right. So Google indexing, super important. If you're doing 30 days or less, you're barely getting indexed in Google for that listing that quick. And somebody's going to go over to Google and they're searching for Ralph Lauren mohair sweaters. They're not going to find you. And I'll tell you what, Google is a powerhouse and you want to show up in Google. Uh, so I'd really recommend get doing those good till canceled. List it and forget it and keep listing more stuff that's going to drive people to go and look at that older stuff you have listed. There is a point of going to look at it and ending and, and deciding whether it just needs to go or sell similar. Um, but yeah, that's the biggest thing. But really, I'm, I'm telling you, Beth, this is going to sell in a couple of months when weather starts turning and people start remembering the blizzards of last year and how bad they need a sweater. So 
Your pricing good. Everything else is good. Um, let's see. We have a, let's do this one. All right. Antique cast iron kettle, large pot, swing lid, offset base, stovetop, teapot, coffee. I, you know, and I, again, it's, ah, you guys are so resistant to shortening those titles. So resistant. And I am telling you, it is the key. It is, uh, uh, there's three things that I look at when I'm, I'm doing these guys. It is title, pictures, and price. Those are the three things that are going to hurt you in getting an item visible and sold. So uh, visible on this one, it is the title. What is somebody putting in when they're looking for this? I'm guessing they're putting an antique cast iron kettle. I'd take out large pot, swing lid, offset base, stovetop, teapot, and coffee. I would take those all out of that title, narrow it down, put all of that good little description stuff in your item specifics. And let's see, are they in the items? No, we don't have it. Oh, yeah, there we are. We had to go past. Oh, good. You're doing a, um, a giving works. Excellent. And giving works is when you can select a charity to give a percentage of, of the proceeds to. So awesome, awesome. So brown, unknown, original. Yeah, when you do the the little giving works thing, um, I, I've never heard it confirmed whether eBay gives you a boost or not, but I would suspect that um, if somebody is looking to support this charity, that this is going to come up like in a Google search. So, okay, so you got all, you've got great item specifics going here. Add some more, add these other things. And, and that goes for your description too. So um, size large, um, lid type swing, um, base offset. Put those put those down in there. And this is on auction, which is good. If this does not sell on auction, and I'm I'm thinking it will at this price. Um, I don't know how much action you've had in the views and anything. If it doesn't sell at auction, put this baby back at like one forty nine. 99 with free shipping and best offer. Uh, it's a desirable item, but I think it's just, you need to get it seen more. You need, need to get it seen more. Pictures are good. Got lots of pictures. You're showing me all about it. It's primitive. I love it. Uh, something I told one of my clients the other day too, when you guys are putting your item conditions, set the mindset first with a rating system of the condition. So I have fair good and excellent if it's not new you know if it's new it'll say new fair good excellent um fair is if it's got some damage but i always set the condition i tell them fair condition yada yada please see all photos good condition maybe it's got a minor scratch or something please see all photos excellent condition if it has a little something to it i say that Please see all photos. But you want to set their mind first. You don't want them to go here and go, oh, rust needs cleaning. Handle is bent. You don't want to talk them out of it in your item condition. And there's a fine line there. I get it. You want to tell them, you know, what it is. But but tell them. Tell them it's it's good antique condition. That's, that's very subjective, right? Um, you can go as far as to have a little rating system down in your terms of service, down in your description of exactly what that scale means clothing sellers do this all the time. So, but let them know it's in good condition. It is in good condition. This is in great condition for somebody who wants a primitive antique. So I wouldn't be afraid to tell them that. All right. Cool, cool, cool. How about some hot sales of the week? Hot sales of the week. That's almost sounds like thunder. Almost, you know, it's what we have to work with. You know, let's start with, I love this one. I love this one. This comes to us from Vicki Detweiler. Vicki, did I see you over in the, I thought I saw Vicki over in the chat. So you guys would say, oh, those are some spatulas. Yeah, they're spatulas. Look what she's doing with these spatulas. She has sold five sets of these core kitchen bamboo items. Got them for 75 cents a piece at a closeout, bundled them to differentiate from other sellers, and a lady bought two sets this week. That's a total sale of $48.98. Yes. Her investment in those two sets 
$4.50. I don't do a lot of math, but that's some pretty darn good margins. Do you realize the margins? Yes. The margins you can get on eBay, most brick-and-mortar retailers out there would just die for. Oh, my gosh. Insane margins. Insane. Still has seven sets left. Love these repeatables. Amen to that. And you'll notice up here, seven available, five sold. When you start selling something in a multi-quantity, oh, eBay's beautiful search engine, affectionately known as Cassini. That was sarcasm, in case anybody didn't get that. Uh, yeah, loves it, loves it. This is going to get boosted. Everybody who's looking for bamboo, silicone, spatulas, even though the title's a little long, um, big boost, big boost in search. I suspect those are going to sell very quickly. Note, free shipping. And Vicky, I don't know. Did I see you over there? I, no, Vicky's not speaking up, so I guess she's not there. Uh, but I suspect these cost about three or four dollars to ship. So let's say there's a total of about ten dollars once the fees and everything. So there's a fourteen dollar profit in every set of these that she sells. My gosh, this building's gonna come apart! Woo! I wish you guys could hear this. This is crazy. If I was a dog, I'd be hiding under the desk. Exclusive. <laughs> okay. Woo. Let's get my adrenaline flowing here. Matt, I saw you over in the chat. I love Matt scores. I love Matt scores. Matt's going to be quitting his job soon. That J-O-B. Because he's doing so good. Getting niche All right. So, this, this is a gas tank. And note the nice, concise title. Briggs and Stratton gas tank. Hey, my dad worked for Briggs and Stratton. Uh, I don't know. What is this off of? What is this? Off? Oh, it's off of an old 1968 lawn edger that did not run, was given to him. His margins are insane because most of the stuff people are like dumping off of his door, like take it. I, I think, you know, Matt, if we live close, I'd have some stuff to dump off at your door too. Um, so, yes, $39.95. You go, that's not very much uh, when you figure in the fact that that's pure margin. That's pure profit. That's a beautiful thing. Yay. And uh, you just keep selling this stuff over and over. Hey, Matt, since you're in the chat, answer me this. How much stuff do you get that's like repeatable? Because you keep getting the same uh, the, the same um, brand of thing, the same kind of stuff. Be curious to know if you're being able to build up quite a, a repertoire, as it was, of uh, repeatables and only having to do that listing one time. Oh, it's beautiful. I love your niche. I love it. I love to see every time you... I, I think Matt has a, he has a hot sale just about every single week over on the Danny App Facebook group. Um, we run that thread every Sunday. If you want to go over there and see, like you know, a whole laundry list of, of these hot sales. We call it the score of the week thread. And, uh, oh, he says some, not enough. Ah, I bet you'll get more. You'll get more and more and more. Um, every week, Matt, you have a score every week. I love it. I love it. love it. Love it. Let's see what are we doing? Hey, we're good. All right. Let's, um, oh, I love this one. I love this one. We got to do this one. I love man cave stuff. Man cave stuff always sells. Okay, this is a vintage brass fish, large marlin swordfish, wall hanging, beach nautical decor. Uh, sometimes things will sell despite the title. <laughs> uh, but really, yeah. So this is from Katie Schoonover. So she's really proud of this one. Back in May of this year, she scored this huge brass fish from a secondhand store. Got it for 20 buckaroonies, she says. Put it up for sale, $299.95. Plus shipping. Um, best offer accepted, 175 plus shipping, which is great. Ended up good. This will happen on unique items, things like this. You can get away with that shipping, but I suspect you may have gotten a full price sale had you had the shipping just built in, free shipping. And it says $45 shipping 
that would have still been about a $250 sale. So it can make a difference in your pocketbook, the offers you get in. I just want to take note of that. But I am not going to USA anything about $20 being turned into $175. That's pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. How did she ship it? Ah, that would be good to know. We'll have to ask her that over on the Facebook group because I don't see her here in the chat today. But uh, if I was shipping this, it would go down to the UPS store, say, pack it, Dano, and uh, tell me when it's done. Yeah, I don't mess around with that big shipping stuff. All right. So we got in some viewer mail that I wanted to... uh, Be sure and answer it because you guys know we're getting ready to do our next little uh, spin of the wheel to win a really cool autographed. No, this one's not autographed. My bad. Because he doesn't write. Um, It's the book by Serena Serena V because I can't remember his last name. I'm such a great uh, promoter, aren't I? Um, Yeah. I'm telling you, the thunder is throwing me. It's bringing me back to my scared childhood. My brain's not working right now. No, actually, it's a really good book. Uh, you want to get it. Trust me. Any book that I'm going to offer you guys is going to like up your game, improve your business. So you want to be in on the drawing just because it's cool to send me mail, too. Um, and, you know, you guys you can send mail to niche to profit at VegasVideoNetwork.com, and I'll read it and put you in for a drawing. All right. This is from Cindy. Cindy. I don't have Cindy's last name. I watch you on YouTube. My question is, do you recommend a restocking fee like 10% or 20% of purchase price on returns? So actually, I do not. Now, that is because I don't sell clothing or shoes. If I were selling clothing or shoes, I would do a restocking fee. And depending on, there's a couple other categories where this will be true. Um, and the electronics might be one um, where you want to deter people from renting the item that they purchase. And, and this falls true for, for clothing. I mean, you see it all the time. Some fancy dress, the woman gets it. She doesn't remove the tags, wears it out night on the town and then turns it back into the store. I, I never understood that. I could never bring myself to do that. Um, but it is what it is. It happens. So protect yourself. Sure build in a restocking fee, and then be willing to bypass it on a case-by-case basis. If somebody truly gets something and they point out that, you know, the size wasn't quite right, you know, you can get an instinct for these things if somebody's just returning. So um, in that case, I would do it. On my stuff, I don't. I just don't. Um, For me, it's, number one, I get very few returns when you charge higher level prices for things, you don't attract the people who get buyer's remorse. Buyer's remorse, number one reason for returns. Uh, somebody gets it and they go, okay, I really should not have bought this. I've got I to send it back. Uh, so I make them send it back and they have to pay the shipping to send it back. And that's pretty much as good as having a uh, restocking fee because they're going to pay the price on that. So yeah, I'm out the price I put into it for the shipping because it was free shipping. I'm good with that. It is a cost of doing business. I don't worry about it. Everybody, everybody, you're going to get returns. You're going to get things that don't arrive the way they should. And you need to be figuring that into your business. Uh, I've 3%. 3%. 3% is my number. Yours should be somewhere 3 to 5%, depending on what you sell. Clothing, shoes, it's going to be higher. Figure it in. It's a cost in your business. Overall, in a year's time, I can guarantee you offering a very generous, easy return policy is going to bring you more sales than the times that you have to return something. And Jennifer, my daughter's over in the chat. She just had this experience. Um, she was very upset about something that came back and got it back, listed it for a higher price, sold it for the higher price, totally covered what it had cost her to ship it out the first time and all was right with the world. So that's going to happen. Okay, guys, like I have my notes in front of me this time and I'm going to get this right. 
you can go see the replays of this show everywhere. No, there's more to it than that. It's uh, iTunes. And yes, please head on over to iTunes. Give us a review. We really love reviews. And let's see, YouTube, you can find that on the Danny app YouTube channel, as well as the Vegas Video Network channel. Uh, you can find us on Roku, Stitcher, TuneIn, Chromecast, Apple TV, Google TV, Fire TV. What's Fire TV? I haven't heard of that one. Uh, Vegas Video Network. You can go right back here to the Vegas Video Network and see the replay almost right away after the show. Um, of course, I post on Facebook and Twitter, overcast.fm. RSS feeds, any podcasting software, Google, Bing, you can find us. Seriously, you can find us. Why? Because the Vegas Video Network rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, now I got to deal with him, you know, after we like hang this thing up. Yeah, he's cutting me off now. Thanks for being here, everyone. We'll do it all again next week. I have a very, very exciting special guest coming next week. And uh, watch Facebook. See who it is. You're going to want to be here. Now go be profitable and make it fun.